podcast. I'm going to be going over the UEFA Champions League group stage draw, which occurred yesterday at the uh, UEFA headquarters. Uh, I'm going to going group by group. At the end, I'll give you my you know predictions for uh, who I think is going to you know get first, second uh, in each group, and then the third place teams that will transfer to the uh, Europa League. I'll give you all those at the end of the podcast. All right, so first off, Group A. In Group A, we have PSG, Real Madrid, Club Brugge, and Galatasaray. Okay, so PSG, they qualified as the winners of League One, the French League. Um, They've been in the Champions League every season since the 2012-13 version of the competition. Um, just like last year, I'm sure they're favored to go far. However, with the injuries to both Cavani and Mbappe, that might be a little difficult for them. Uh, Mbappe is definitely going to be out for a month. Cavani, we're not so sure. Maybe a little bit less. Uh, the first games will be next month, so we'll see. Next, we have Real Madrid. They won the tournament three years in a row. Last year, you know, ironically, the first time they didn't have Ronaldo with them. They didn't advance to the final, uh, but they qualified as the third place team in La Liga. They're the most successful team in Champions League history, 13-time champions. Uh, Their most recent came in the 2017-18 season. However, last year, they were knocked out by Ajax in the round of 16. Club Brugge, or Bruges. Uh, they qualified through the playoff round, so they actually didn't qualify until Wednesday night. Um, they've never progressed past the group stage. I don't really see them getting out of the group this time either. Uh, and last in Group A, we have Galatasaray. They qualified as the uh, Turkish Super League winners. This is their 26th time in the tournament, uh, but their best finish has was in the quarterfinals. They've never advanced past the quarterfinals. So there you have it. Group A, PSG, Real Madrid, Club Brugge, Galatasaray. All right, what do we got for Group B? In Group B, we have Bayern Munich, Tottenham, Olympiacos, and Red Star Belgrade. Okay, first off for Group B, Bayern Munich. They qualified because they were the winners of the Bundesliga last year. Uh, they're five-time winners of the Champions League. Their last win coming in 2012-13. Um, I expect them to go pretty far. I definitely think they're going to progress out of the group. Um, but I don't know exactly how far they'll go beyond that. Uh, we still, you know, It's still kind of early in the season, so we don't know exactly how Bayern's playing. And then we don't know how they're going to line up or if they're going to change anything while they're playing in the group stage. But we'll see. All right, next up we got Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, they qualified as fourth in the Premier League. Uh, obviously, they were the, the runners-up last year, you know, losing to Liverpool in the final. Um, they've only played 47 Champions League matches ever, and last year was their best finish. So, again, they essentially have the same team that they had last year. They lost you know, a couple of players through transfers, uh, but I expect them to do fairly well. All right, um, next in the group, we got Olympiacos. Uh, they've never progressed past the round of 16, uh, and they qualified through this, through the uh, playoff round. So they you know, qualified this week also. Uh, so you know, we'll see how, 
how Olympiacos does. I haven't really followed them. I don't really know too much about Olympiacos. Um, you know, they're one of the best teams in Greece, but, you know, we'll see how they do in Group B. And lastly, we have Red Star, Red Star Belgrade. They qualified through the playoff round also, um, but they were one-time winners of this back in that 90-91 version of the competition. Um, you know, they're right up there with Olympiacos, I guess. They're obviously not favored to win the group. Um, and they were, you know, from pot four of the draw. Uh, so we'll see how they how they do. I mean, it's this is a pretty, pretty cut and dry group. In Group C, we have Manchester City, Shakhtar Donetsk, Dinamo Zagreb, and Atalanta. Okay, Manchester City. They qualified as the winners of the Premier League last year. Uh, this is their 10th time in the Champions League. Um, their best finishes in the quarterfinals for the last two uh, two seasons, losing to Liverpool and then Tottenham last year, respectively. Uh, but they're favored always to go, you know, fairly deep into the the Champions League. I don't know how they'll do this year. Um, I think it'll be similar to last year. I'm sure that they'll definitely, you know, make it past the group stage, obviously. Um, and then, you know, I think they're going to make it to probably the quarterfinals again. And then from there, we'll see, you know, it gets kind of dicey. It's hard to predict, you know, how teams are going to do once they reach the quarterfinals. Uh, next, we got Shakhtar Donetsk. Um, don't really know too much about them, but they qualified as the winners of the Ukrainian Premier League. Uh, this is their 20th time in the Champions League. Their best finish was the 2010-11 season where they reached the quarterfinals before losing to the eventual champions, Barcelona. Um, I guess we'll, we'll see how they do. They were in pot two, so they're technically the second strongest team in this group. I'm um, looking forward to, to seeing how they play. Uh, next, we got Dynamo Zagreb. They qualified through the playoff round. Um, they've never made it past the group stage, so... You know, we'll see how they do. This is probably uh, Group C is, I would say, the the weakest group. I think Manchester City is gonna have no problem, you know, advancing out of this group. And then Man City is the strongest team in the group, obviously. Um, and it's gonna be a fight for that second place spot. Uh, and last we have Atalanta. Um, they qualified as third in Serie A last season, and this is their Champions League debut. So, um. Who knows? They may they may surprise some people. I mean, they surprised a lot of people last year by finishing third in Syria. So, you know, we'll see how they do this year. I'm looking forward to watching them play. All right, and what do we got for Group D? In Group D, we have Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Bayer Leverkusen, and Lokomotiv Moscow. Juventus. They qualified as the winners of Serie A last year. They're two times winners of the Champions League and seven-time runner, runners-up. Uh, they last made the final in the 2016-17 season um, before losing to Real Madrid. Uh, I think they're favored to go far in this. You know, obviously they're one of the biggest teams in Europe. Um, you know, so we'll see. Uh, next, we got Atletico Madrid. They qualified as uh, as you know, for getting second place in La Liga last year. Uh, they've never won the Champions League, but they've made it to the final on three occasions. Um, the most recent was the 2015-2016 season before losing to Real Madrid on penalties in extra time. Uh, next, we got uh, Bayer Leverkusen. 
They finished fourth in the Bundesliga last season. Um, they were runners-up in the 2001-2002 Champions League. And most recently, they made it to the round of 16 in the 2016-2017 season. So we'll see. They're always kind of a, a hard team to gauge, you know, even in the Bundesliga. So, you know, we'll see how they do in this group. And then lastly, we have Lokomotiv Moscow. Um, they qualified. Uh, they got second in the Russian Premier League. So that's how they qualified for the tournament. Um, this is their first time in the Champions League since the 2005-2006 uh, iteration of the tournament. So... Uh, we'll see how they do. It's a pretty, you know, solid group. Can't really say who I uh, who I think. I think Juventus will win it, but you know, as far as the other spots, who knows? All right. So, what do we got for Group E? In Group E, we have Liverpool, Napoli, Red Bull Salzburg, and Genk. Okay, defending champions, Liverpool. Um, you know, obviously they qualified because they're the defending champions. Uh, they finished second in the Premier League last year, uh, so they would have made it, you know, regardless. Um, they're six-time winners, and, you know, they're the defending champs, so they're favored to go far in this tournament. Um, you know, I don't know. It's 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 tough to say how defending champs do. I mean, you know, obviously they're not Real Madrid. Real Madrid had, you know, a, a few seasons where it was easy for them to defend their title. Um, but Liverpool came out to the start of the Premier League season, at least, really, really strong. So I think... You know, the same thing is going to happen in the in the Champions League. They're, they're going to come out uh, looking to defend their title. All right, next we got Napoli. Um, they qualified uh, second in Serie A last year. Uh, it's their ninth time in the Champions League. Their best finishes were the 2011-2012 season and the 2016-2017 where they made it to the round of 16. Um, both times, though, they were eliminated by the eventual winners of the Champions League. So, you know, we'll see Italy's... You know, I don't know. It just seems like the Italian teams, they don't really seem like they don't go for the Champions League too often. They're, you know, too occupied with trying to win the Serie A, at least in my opinion. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how they do this year. All right. Next, we got Red Bull Salzburg. They were the winners of the Austrian Bundesliga last year. This is their 15th time in the Champions League, and they've only qualified for the group stage twice. So previously they were, you know, in the playoffs or the second or third round qualifying, but, you know, this is their second time um, going to be in the group stage. Don't know too much about them. Uh, last year they were in the Europa League. So, you know, we'll see how they do this year. And last in the group we have Genk. They qualified as the Belgian champions from last season. Um they're back in the Champions League for the first time since the 2011-2012 season. And unfortunately for them, they've never advanced out of the group stage. And once again, I don't think that they're going to they're gonna do it this year. Um, but we'll see. I mean, anything can happen. You know, obviously Liverpool is the strongest team in the group. So we'll see. All right. Well, what do we got for Group F? In Group F, we have Barcelona, Borussia Dortmund, Inter Milan, and Slavia Prague. Okay, Barcelona. They qualified as the winners of La Liga last year. Uh, this is their 30th time in the Champions League. You know, they're five-time winners. Uh, last year, they had that very, very disappointing semifinal second leg that they played at Anfield against Liverpool. You know, they were up 3 nothing on aggregate and ended up losing 4-3. 
which is tragic, especially considering they put so much emphasis on trying to win the Champions League last year. Um, you know, they brought in Griezmann, and you know, there's still talk that they may, before the transfer window closes, they may pick up or excuse me, bring back Neymar. Um, with Messi being injured, you know, Griezmann had a good performance last weekend in La Liga. So we'll see. I mean, Messi's still going to be injured for some of these group stage matches. Um, but I, I still see them progressing pretty far um, in the Champions League. So next we have Borussia Dortmund. Uh, they qualified because they were second in the Bundesliga last season. Um, they've won the tournament one time, way back in 1996-97 version of the tournament. Um, they were runners-up to Bayern Munich in the 2012-2013 tournament. And last year they got eliminated in the round of 16 by eventual finalists and runners-up Tottenham Hotspur. Um, you know, they're going to be pushing to try to win the Bundesliga this year. You know, sometimes the Champions League can get in the way of that. I don't know. We'll see, you know, how, how much of a push or how much importance they put on the Champions League. Um, but I expect them to, to do pretty well. All right, next we have uh, Inter Milan. They finished fourth in Serie A last year. Uh, they're three-time winners. Last time was in the 2009-2010 Champions League. But they've been out of the competition since the 2011-2012. So now they're back. You know, they picked up Lukaku. And as of yesterday, they have Alexis Sanchez now. So I think not only are they going to try to make a push for Serie A, but they're also going to, you know, try to do something in the Champions League, especially after being away for so long. Uh, they used to be a staple of the Champions League, and n not having them in the tournament is kind of weird. But they're back, so you know we'll see how they do. And lastly, we have Slavia Prague. I don't really know too much about this team. They qualified through the playoff round, so they're one of the, the last teams to make it. Uh, this is only their second time making it to the Champions League group stage. Uh, their first time in the tournament was back in 2007-2008. So, you know, they're still relatively new. Um, we'll, we'll see how they do. All right, who do we got for Group G? In Group G, we have Senate St. Petersburg, Benfica, Lyon, and RB Leipzig. Okay, Zenit St. Petersburg, they were the winners of the Russian Premier League. That's how they qualified. Uh, they were... Uh, in the Champions League, or excuse me, out of the Champions League since the 2015-2016 tournament. And uh, that year they reached the round of 16. You know, we'll see how they do. I don't really follow the Russian League, um, and I really only have any exposure to Russian teams during the Champions League and Europa League. Um, but they were they were in pot one, you know, because the Russian League is one of the strongest leagues in Europe. Uh, next we have Benfica. They were the winners of the Portuguese League last season. They're two-time winners of the Champions League. Um, last year, though, unfortunately, they finished third in their group, so they got transferred to the Europa League. Um, I, th I think they'll do pretty decent in the group. You know, we'll see. Uh, next, we have Lyon. Um, they qualified because they were third place in League One, the French League, last year. Uh, this is their 18th time in the Champions League, but... Unfortunately, their best finish was making it to the semifinals back in the 2009-2010 season. Um, you know, this year, though, they are really starting off in League One really, really well. So, you know, I think they're uh, hopefully the Champions League doesn't take away from their League One performance or vice versa. You know, hopefully they continue, you know, playing well in both, you know, both tournaments or both competitions. Excuse me. Um, and lastly, we have 
RB Leipzig. Um, they finished third in the Bundesliga last year. That's how they qualified. This is their third consecutive season in the Champions League. Um, but they have never advanced past the group stage. So uh, we'll see how they do. You know, everybody knows the story about RB Leipzig. They're kind of a manufactured team. They really don't have a history. Uh, but they're in the Champions League. You know, they finished in the Bundesliga. They're third in the Bundesliga to get here. So uh, we'll see how they do. And, okay, last group. What do we got for Group H? In Group H, we have Chelsea, Ajax, Valencia, and Lille. Okay, Chelsea. Um, they won the Europa League last year, and I believe it was two seasons ago. They changed it up so that the winner of the Europa League would get an automatic group stage berth in the Champions League. Uh, but they also finished third in the Premier League, so they would have been here regardless. Um, I did not know this, but last year in the Europa League, Chelsea did not lose a single game. Group stage all the way up to the final, they did not lose a game at all in the Europa League. Um, they're one-time champions of the Champions League, and as crazy as this sounds, I think I watched that final probably, ah, I think I've seen it about eight times at least. Um I used to spend a lot of time in Africa, and I believe it was the 11-12 Champions League, so it would have been the summer, like right at the beginning of summer of 2012. Um, I was in a hotel room in Kenya, and the match you know, was just constantly on. Obviously, I wasn't walking around too much by myself, so I would sit in the hotel, and I would just watch whatever soccer matches they had, or excuse me, football matches that they had on, and they were constantly showing this because it was right around the time that it had happened. And, you know, Drogba basically saved Chelsea and helped them to to win that. Um, but, yeah, I, that's that's my Chelsea memory of the of the Champions League. Um, the only time they've ever won it. All right. Next, we have Ajax. Surprisingly, they qualified through the playoff round. Um, they won the Champions League four times last season. They knocked out Real Madrid and Juventus uh, before eventually losing to Tottenham in the semifinal. Um very young team, um, you know, obviously they lost some players, but I think they'll do well in the Champions League this year. Uh, next, we got Valencia. They qualified as fourth in La Liga. Um, they finished third in their group last year in the Champions League, got transferred to the Europa League, and they made it all the way to the Europa League semifinal before losing to Arsenal. Um, don't really know too much about Valencia. They're a decent team, so I think they'll, they'll do well. Um, and last, we have Lille. They finished second last year in League One, the French League, uh, but they've been out of the Champions League now for seven seasons, so this is their first time back in a while. Um, they've had a pretty decent start in League One, so. but like I mentioned before, sometimes the problem is that you know this, this extra football, these other competitions take away from their domestic leagues or vice versa. Their domestic league performances will suffer because, you know, they're playing games on Saturday or Sunday and then, you know, come back, you're playing a game on Tuesday, Wednesday in the Champions League and then you have another game on Saturday or Sunday. So, you know, it's a lot of football. We'll see how, how it affects them. So um, that's it for all of uh, Group H. But this is something that I think is, is pretty interesting. Um, there's three members of the U.S. national team that are in Group H. You have Christian Pulisic playing for Chelsea. You have Sergino Dest, a uh, young kid, plays for Ajax. Um, he, I think he just got his first call-up to the U.S. national team this, this past week. Uh, but 
he's playing for Ajax, and then Timothy Weah playing for Lille. So, you know, this is basically, uh, you know, if you're a U.S. men's national team uh, supporter, this is a, a good group to watch. You know, if you don't have anything, any other, you know, interests or uh, a team in any, any of the other groups, you can watch this one. And, you know, there you go. So that's it. That's group A through H. And now I will give you my predictions after I take a small break. Okay, here's what I have for my predictions. Group A, I have PSG winning, Real Madrid finishing second, Galatasaray third and transferring to the Europa League, and Club Brugge finishing fourth. Group B, I have Bayern Munich winning, Tottenham finishing in second, Olympiacos transferring to the Europa League, and unfortunately Red Star Belgrade will just be out of the tournament. Group C, I have Manchester City winning, Atalanta finishing in second, Shakhtar Donetsk going to the Europa League, and Dynamo Zagreb are out. Group D, I have Juventus winning, Atletico Madrid finishing second, Bayer Leverkusen transferring to the Europa League, and Lokomotiv Moscow finishing last. Group E, I have Liverpool finishing first, Napoli finishing second, Red Bull Salzburg transferring to the Europa League, and Genk finishing last. Group F, Barcelona winning it, Inter Milan finishing second, Borussia Dortmund transferring to the Europa League, and Slavia Prague finishing last. Group G, Benfica winning, Lyon finishing in second, RB Leipzig going to the Europa League, and Zenit St. Petersburg out. Group H, I have Ajax winning, Chelsea finishing in second, Lille going to the Europa League, and Valencia finishing in last. I wouldn't really say that uh, there's a group of death in this. Um, everybody's saying Group F is probably the group of death because you have Barcelona, Borussia Dortmund, and Inter Milan in there. Um, but I don't know. I just I don't see Borussia Dortmund. I don't know. I think they're going to focus on the Bundesliga, and I don't think they're going to try to go far in the Champions League. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but I really do think that Manchester City lucked out um, with their group, Group C. I mean, they have Shakhtar, Donetsk, Atalanta, and uh, Dynamo Zagreb. And I think that uh, Manchester City is just going to walk through that. I mean, they may have that group completely wrapped up after four games. Um, so we'll see. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I will probably be watching uh, the majority of the Group H games with Chelsea, Ajax, Valencia, and Lille solely because of the amount of uh, U.S. men's team uh, players that are in that group. But uh, I, I see myself watching a lot of games. You know, I want to see PSG play Real Madrid. And Bayern and Tottenham should be really, really good. Juve and uh, Atletico Madrid. Uh, let's see, Benfica Lyon should be a good game. Definitely Barcelona and Inter Milan and Liverpool Napoli should be pretty good. Um, let me know what you guys think, uh, what you guys think about my predictions, what you guys think about the draw in general. Uh, you can search for me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, 90 and Extra Time, or you can email me at 90 and Extra Time at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Um, I hope you guys have a, uh, 
a football filled weekend. Um, I'm going to catch a couple of games tonight. There's the uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach hosting uh, RB Leipzig, which will start in about an hour. And then there's in League One, we have Mets hosting uh, PSG. So I'm going to be flipping back and forth between those two matches. Um, you know, there's some other great matches that will be on this weekend. I will be back tomorrow with uh, my bonus episode for the Europa League group stage draw. Um, so, yeah, so I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. Thanks for listening.